Today's message, Apostle Kerry Golston. I want you to know that you are a special people on a special assignment. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You're no longer in the comfort zone. You are in a spiritual zone. And when you, you're in a spiritual zone because you're on special assignment. And that special assignment requires you to do some things that maybe you have not done in the past. Not that they were not there to be done, but because it needs to be acknowledged that you are on special assignment. You're not just a member of a church. Did you hear me? You are on special assignment. Glory to God. And special assignment requires certain things. I had said to the Lord a number of years ago, uh, I said, Lord, I'm preaching the same word. As a matter of fact, you're giving me so much revelation. And I'm, I'm getting things that some of, the, some of the guys that I look to as, as mentors, uh, I get it before them a lot of times. So I said, what is the difference? And he said, one word, discipline. Discipline is the, is the difference. They have superior discipline to you. So, wow. So what do I need to improve my discipline on? Everything that I've told you. Everything that I've told you. Exercise. Hit and miss every now and then when I feel like it. That's not discipline. Discipline is if, if you're committed to three times a week, you exercise three times a week. And you say, well, what's that got to do with the word? Everything. It's got everything to do with the word. Because if you're not disciplined there, you're not disciplined anyplace else. Glory to God. And I heard, I heard that from, uh, from Bishop uh, Hilliard also. He said in the early days, he, he didn't pay no attention to time. And he had an appointment with a, with a, a, a prophet, a pastor prophet, and he showed up like two hours late. And he said the man made him wait, had him sit outside and wait, and had an attitude. And he said, I didn't understand. What's the big deal? I'm here now. You're here. He said, the man said something to me. The prophet said something to me that changed my discipline. He said to me, I'll bet you, you don't pay your bills on time either. And he said, I was guilty. I was guilty. So you see, that lack of discipline, it bleeds into other areas. It's not just that one area. And that's what the Lord had said to me. It's the discipline. So I, I started disciplining myself. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I, I might not do a whole regimen, but I try to do my exercise. Because I, 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 do, I do the curls with the weights. And I do the stretching exercises. And I do an exercise that the Lord taught me to do. It's so weird. I've never seen anybody do it before. But the Lord told me to do it. He said, on the corner of your bed, the edge of your bed. He said, sit down, stand up, one. Sit down, stand up, two. 
And I do like 60 reps of that. And it's absolutely amazing what it's doing for me. It's, do, it's giving me stamina. I mean, I, I don't get tired as fast. And, and I, could, I can do those reps. I mean, the first time I did it, I did 30. And I, <laughs> okay. But now I do 60 like nothing. Amen. And the, and the, and the curls, I, I did 100. And I thought I'd hung the moon. I was 50 with one arm, okay? Because I did one, two. Yeah, yeah, with weights, okay? And uh, now I did 260. 260, that's 130 with each arm. And it, it's making a difference. Amen. See, that's a part of it. Now it's not only eating right, it's exercising. Your body needs that. Glory to God. Your, your body needs, needs if you don't do anything else but stretch, you need to stretch. I've been over, touch my toes. I go one, knee, hey, up, one, two, three, up. What are, you, what are you doing? I'm doing the stretching. You think it don't mean nothing. It means something to your body. Discipline yourself. Discipline yourself. Hallelujah. Discipline yourself. Don't eat all you want. Now, you see, I'm just going off message already. Don't eat all you want. When you know, want another plate, say, no, that's all right. I've had enough. I've had enough. And stop. And stop. You know the best way to stop? Drink a glass of water. Then you'll stop. <laughs> Amen. Because that water will fill you up. You can't eat anymore. Most of the time, we force ourselves. You have to say amen. Most of the time, we force ourselves, not because we're still hungry. We like the taste. I'm going to get some more of that. Why? Because you're hungry? No, because I like the taste. Hallelujah. All right. Let me get, let me, let me get with my message. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right, so we're on assignment. We are on assignment in the spiritual zone for end time ministry assignment. Now, Ephesians 1 and verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. He's blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. He's blessed us with all spiritual blessings. And we run around looking for earthly blessings. We're looking for, we, 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 we're looking for somebody to, to give us an extra check. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's a place for that because Abraham's blessings are ours. That's a favor of God working for you. But this he's talking about is spiritual blessings. How often are we looking for spiritual blessings? We got to do it. We've got to do it. We got to look for spiritual blessings. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I mean, you're getting something already. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay. And then let's look at the, the 20th verse. Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead, and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Hallelujah. 
Now look at, at chapter 2 of that same opening. Chapter 2 and verse 6. And hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, where he is dispensing spiritual gifts, spiritual blessings. We're seated there. You have to acknowledge that I'm seated in heavenly places on a throne with Christ Jesus, and I'm receiving spiritual blessings. I am receiving them. I am receiving them because I'm seated there with him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. Now let's go over real quickly to 2 Corinthians. Back up. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 21. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, talking about him, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. We are the righteousness of God. You don't have to pray to be righteous. You don't have to read 44 scriptures a day to be righteous. You, you don't have to uh, read your Bible all day to be righteous. He hath made us righteous. We are the righteousness of God in him. And if I'm righteous, I can, that gets rid of sin consciousness. Because that's where most people are. They're in sin consciousness. They're always remembering the sin that they committed, what they did, what they did five years ago, a year ago, what they did yesterday. That is sin consciousness. Righteousness removes sin consciousness. I am righteous because of Jesus Christ. I am the righteousness of God. And why I'm saying this first is because the things that I'm going to say after this, they're going to speak to that righteousness. That's why this is working. That's why this is happening. Because I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It's not my good works. Hallelujah. I'm righteous because Jesus made me righteous. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All right. We're going somewhere. Hang with us. Hang with us. Glory to God. This is the year. This is the year. See, I say it with conviction. This is the year. And, and this is what I said on, on Friday at the, at the prayer, uh, the corporate prayer, that I was going to only say it today. But the Lord told me, no, say it to them too. What I, was going to say, what I said was, he gave me that back in 2014. And I've been saying it since 2014 that this is the year. And it, become, it became real to me in 2019. I had to confess it or decree it continuously for four years until it got in my spirit. You wonder why we have to confess things? By his stripes, I am healed, even when you're not sick. Because you got to get it in your spirit. And once you get it in your spirit, then it becomes real to you. So when I say it now, I say it with conviction. The way I said, Minister Lisa read those 101 things about healing. She said it with conviction because she believes it. 
I'd say this is the year. I'd say it with conviction because now I believe it. It had to settle in my spirit. Otherwise, it's just a word. It's just conviction. There's no revelation to it. Now we got revelation. Glory to God. So that's what, that's what the Lord wanted me to say to you, that it took four years for that to get me. Four years. It may not take four years for something that you're confessing, but it took four years for that to become real to me, to become revelation. Because watch this. Revelation always leads to manifestations. Revelations always lead to manifestations. See, information just leads to a little bit of knowledge. But revelation leads to manifestations. That's why we're seeing what we're seeing here in this year, that this is the year. Glory to God. All right, praise God. Moving right along. In John 14, in the 12th verse, Jesus said, the works that I do, shall you do also. The works that I do, shall you do also. The works that I do, shall you do also. Are we doing the works that Jesus did? Not many. Not many. Not many. Why? Because it hasn't become a part of us yet. We haven't confessed it enough. We heard it every now and then, and we passed it by. But faith comes by hearing. Hearing. We have to keep saying, the works that Jesus did, I will do also. The works that Jesus did, I will do also until it becomes a part of you, until it rises up in your spirit, until it becomes revelation to you and not just information. Glory to God. The works that I do shall you do also. I believe that. I believe that. And if I believe that, it's got to start happening. It's got to start happening. Like I gave a, a story, I, I, I believe I heard it from Brother Hagin. I said it on, on Friday night at the prayer that uh, he said this preacher told him that the, God told him, if you walk toward that wall, that wall will open. And he said, it doesn't open and wait for you to start walking. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You got to start walking toward that wall, ready to smash your face against that wall. But he said when he did it, when he got to the wall, the wall opened. But you got to do something. We are workers together with God. You can't do it by yourself, and God won't do it by himself. He'll speak it and then expect you to move. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So the works that I do, shall you do also. You've got to speak those works. you got to speak those works. you got to lay hands on the sick. You gotta, you gotta speak to blinded eyes. You gotta speak to a crippled person. You gotta speak to somebody whose liver is not working or their kidneys are not working. Speak to them kidneys. Glory to God. That's what Jesus did. Hallelujah. All right. Let me move on. Let me move on. Praise God forevermore. All right. Matthew, let's turn here. Matthew chapter 10. Matthew chapter 10. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Matthew, the 10th chapter. And the seventh verse. And as you go, preach saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That needs to be a part of our vocabulary. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. And as I said to you before, that means you're there because the kingdom is within you. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. But it, he doesn't stop there. He says, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. And then he goes on into the prosperity part of it, about not having to take gold or silver or, or brass or anything with you. He'll take care of you. But he said, as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Cast out devils. Cast out devils. The works that I do shall you do also. If you read Mark, the fifth chapter, he begins with the madman of Gadara, casting out devils. He's expecting us to do the same thing. But again, it's like walking to the wall. You got to say it out of your mouth. You got to say what he said and expect the manifestation. Glory to God. Then this word that he gave me, I, I, I did a jig. He said to me, in this spiritual zone, We are still operating like the world. We are praying for a cure for cancer because that's what the world says. God never told you to pray for a cure for cancer. He said, cast out devils. Glory to God. I said, what? Lord, are you, really? He said, yes. That's the difference. That's why it's not working for you, because you're following the world, not following me. I said, cast out devil. The cancer is a demon. It's a devil. It is not just a sickness. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He said, when you cast it out, the, the world can't lie to you and tell you there's no cure for it. And you got to take these drugs and you got to do chemo and you got to do. He said that. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm talking about this spiritual zone that we're in. I'm talking about our end time assignment. I'm talking, you come up to somebody, they got cancer. No, I pray. No, I ain't praying. I'm casting you out. You coming up out of here and you coming out now. In the name of Jesus, you get up out of here. And like I said, no society, no politician can lie to me and say, oh, there's no cure. Watch this. I don't need your cure. It's gone. Hallelujah. I don't need your cure. I don't have to be subject to your lives. Glory to God. Whoa, glory. Hallelujah. I, I tell you, he set me on fire with this thing. All right. So now, <laughs> as you go, preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That needs to be a part of our vocabulary. You don't go anywhere without saying that. You don't go to, to, to a hospital to, to, to pray over somebody 
without saying that first. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Why? Because he said, say it. That's why we got to get back to the Bible. Say what he said, say. Amen. If you want it to work, hallelujah. We get into all these little, all these little uh, traditions. We build more traditions in the church than the world builds outside the church. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Moving right along. Mark 16. I'm just going to half quote it. He said, and these signs shall follow them that believe, that believe, believe. Are you a believer? Yes. These signs shall follow them that believe. As I said on Friday, we're waiting for a miracle. But the word said the miracle has to follow you. Oh, get that. Don't let that get by you. Don't let that get by you. We wait for God to move. We wait for a miracle or a sign or a wonder. And the word says that these signs shall follow you. You got to walk toward that wall if you believe it's going to open up. And then the miracle will happen. It's not going to happen just because you're waiting on God. You ain't waiting on God. God's waiting on you. He's giving you all the instructions. Glory to God. Cast them devils out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What do you mean you can't hear? Hear. Ear open. Glory to God. These signs shall follow. They're going to follow you. You have to speak it. You have to go there. You have to walk it out. You have to be the one that faith without works is dead. Glory to God. You've got to walk it out, work it out. Thank you, Lord. There, there's no miracle. There's no sign of wonder that left the earth just because Wigglesworth died. Just because John Lake died. Just because Brother Hagin died. None of that stuff left the earth when he left. It all stayed here. Anointing remains. You want proof? Remember when Elisha died and a man died and they threw him through his body into the, into the crypt where Elisha's bones were? That man's body hit Elisha's bone and the anointing that was still in his bones raised the man up. That's the kind of stuff we got to believe. Hallelujah. Amen. No anointing is left. Wigglesworth's anointing is here. When are you going to use it? Catherine Kuhlman's anointing is here. When are you going to use it? It's not just for Benny Hinn. All Benny Hinn is doing is using what was left behind. Glory to God. And it's available to all of us. Woo! Glory to God. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He didn't say these signs will follow Catherine Kuhlman. He didn't say these signs will follow John G. Lake. He didn't say these signs will follow Wigglesworth. He said these signs will follow them that believe. We need to practice our believing. Glory to God. We're waiting on God. We're not waiting on signs and wonders. They ought to be following us. Hallelujah. This is the spiritual zone that we're in. This is this end time ministry that we're involved in. Glory to God. I expect to, listen, everybody, the scripture says that the people walking out here who are unsaid, saved, they are dead while they liveth. Everyone that you get born again, you're raising the dead. I said you're raising the dead. I don't care if it's your uncle, your cousin, your brother, your sister, maybe your mama. 
You are raising the dead because they were dead while they lived. 